Alrighty, we're back as promised. This entire month is dedicated to taxes. We're trying to put out at least two podcasts a week, uh, bring you some pretty good content, get you prepared uh, for the tax season. So what we decided to do today is to break down the 1040 form. Reason why we wanna do this is when you receive that form after taxes, you know exactly what it is that you're looking at why this is there and where that number came from and how it came to this. <laughs> you owing or you receiving. So yeah. Pray that we all receiving. <laughs> I pray that we're all receiving and yes. not owing, man. Yeah, yeah, because it, it is good to receive. <laughs> you didn't gave all year Boy, long. it's more blessing <laughs> to give than to receive. But in this instance. <laughs> yes, yes, you want to you receive Shoot, what you've been man. given. <laughs> you've exactly. been helping out your state you've been helping out the government and it's time to get the big payback <laughs> so uh All yeah right. let's go ahead and get into this uh again we talked about in the last episode was the w4 so that pretty much you in place on what your standard deduction would be and it determines what your filing status will be as a 1040 if you're staying consistent with your w4 we did bring up that um, you're filing, uh, you're putting down your W-4 that you're single, single, single. And then when it comes time and you are married, you have different options of married filing separately or jointly and how that affects the bucket that you've been storing all year long. There we go. So yeah, let's, uh, that's the that's the first thing right there. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Besides the qualifying widower, so we have mm. we have that uh, also as an option. Uh, we're not going to get into it. Yeah, but I do want to use this as a caveat just to say for you, for those newlyweds, uh, you would still file single that first year if you got married. Um, okay, so let's say that you were married. Um, for half of the year, you still file single. If you're married. Especially if you weren't living together. Mm -hmm. Like more than six months, then you for sure want to do that. Yes. That's the, so just remember that. You just, if you're married within the year that you're filing your taxes, still file single. Mm -hmm. the, the next year, the following year, you will file jointly. Yeah. Yep. That is an option. There's an option I will not take. I will be filing single for all of my days. <laughs> I'm not going to uh, commingle in that fashion because there are things that I do not want to come up to affect. So sound like that's an underground session that he needs to have for all those who are like, what's he talking about? Maybe oh, yeah. you need to hear that information. He can put and that in the way out exactly. in the way. That and I will only you do can it receive if it. you ask. So go and email us info at Wilson Financial if you want to know why I will always file single. And you'll know by joining the Dove Club on Patreon, lowest $5 a month. So head on over to that. Or you can just do our website. It'll take you straight to the Patreon as well. WilsonFinancialMGMT.com. 
you know, logo back here in the rear. We're trying to do what we can. Plug. So, furthermore, other, everything else is just uh, simple information on the 1040 form. Please and don't lie about it. Of course. Yeah, I mean, why would you lie about your name? Hey. Your last name. Hey. You got to know your social security number. Please, come on. <laughs> <laughs> don't and, do, and do have those documents. Do have those documents ready. If you already know your tax preparer, um, of course, you just have that type of relationship. But always have your Social Security cards, your IDs of you and your dependents, your kids, mm -hmm. or your nephew or your grandchild that you're taking care of. Have those documents ready, please. Yeah, yeah. Don't necessarily have, have the state IDs, the student IDs, but most importantly, those social security numbers gotta be on hand. We wanna make sure that stuff is accurate, especially if you're switching from a, uh, you used to be an H&R Block, now you're doing Jackson Hewitt, or you're hitting up my brother right here for him to do your taxes, yeah. as low as $100 for those singles. Yes, out yes. There, those singles out there. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, you want to make sure you have those documents on file because you want you want to uh, not commingle, transpose, none of that stuff. We want to make sure the stuff is accurate. Uh, we want to be efficient and effective the first time around. We don't want to amend nothing. We don't amend taxes over here. We get it done. We get it done the right way. Yes. So the first time we do it right. But um, other than that. There isn't, there isn't much to check on there. You have to send a deduction if, someone, if you're claiming someone as a dependent, uh, your spouse as a dependent, that is possible given certain circumstances. You have you know, yes. medical conditions and things of that nature where you're providing for completely or then working together and providing jointly. Or they were out of work that year. Mm -hmm. That is a way to take advantage of being married you can per se file single because your spouse didn't work and get extra extra mm -hmm. benefits mm -hmm. extra extra yeah. benefits i'll emphasize that because yeah, it's yeah yeah we're not talking about the show extra we're just talking about getting more benefits <laughs> <laughs> more money more money more money there you go um but yeah then you and then it pretty much determines why you're claiming someone as a dependent, whether it be your spouse, it's because they're uh, blind, they're born before 1955, um, things of that nature. You'll be able to see on your 1040 form after taxes. Then we're going to head and list all of the children, all the children we got. You know, we did what the Lord told us to do and go out and multiply. Wow. So this is where we put them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we establish their relationship to you. So it may mm -hmm. not be your son, your daughter. It may be your godchild, uh, niece or nephew because of unforeseen uh, happenings uh, as far as their life and their parents and things of that nature that you're now responsible for giving them a good, solid foundation, being there uh, for them, providing, protecting, teaching. Uh, so all good things. Man, thank you for doing that. Thank you, thank you, thank yes, you. Yes, yes. And uh, number one. Just like on the W-2, it is your wages, salaries, those tips, um, things of that nature in that box, all of the money that you've made. Mm -hmm. So it's a simple carryover. So that form now gets put on the master form. 
That's so we exactly what it is. Whatever that number is, <clears throat> we're just going to carry it over to the appropriate line on the 1040 form. Next thing you got is the tax exempt interest. Uh, we did go ahead and make sure we quote this uh, accurately. So Investopedia, uh, it's pretty much tax exempt interest is interest uh, uh, that's not subject to federal income tax. So what are types of organizations that are not subject to federal income tax? Um, any nonprofits, uh, churches, yes, our schools. Yeah. Yes. So you are, you know, technically required to report on your return, but it is not included in your taxable income. So that is that is something that is excluded because there is no federal tax on there. Benefits. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. It's mm -hmm. a benefit. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, so we're going to go ahead to the next line, which is qualified dividends. Again, reading from Investopedia, qualified dividend is a dividend that falls under the capital gains tax that are lower than the income uh, tax rates on unqualified ordinary uh, dividends. So pretty much th they're talking about stocks. Yeah. Pretty much is what yeah. it is. Stocks, any type of investment portfolio that you have that has gained any um, interest on there, they're going to tax you on it. So you got the federal income tax rates are simply between 10 and 37%, but the qualified dividends, they're gonna tax you on what you've gained. And that rate is 20, 15 or zero, depending on your income tax bracket. So yeah, good information right there for those who are uh, uh, loving to invest. Or thinking about investing. Or thinking about investing. That's good information that you're able to uh, go ahead and use because uh, that is another way to bolster your income for tomorrow. Yeah. Good word. Yeah. So you you wanna you wanna ensure that you you're appropriately putting that information on your 1040 form uh, and using the forms that they send you, 1099 R's and things of that nature, mm. and provide them to your tax preparer because hmm. you are required it is your responsibility and duty if you received it you ought to report it most yeah. definitely and we have ira distributions uh that is when you've been contributing all the time that you were in the workforce you felt that it was time to exit the workforce explore the world and i want to draw some of that money back depending on what type of portfolio uh, what type of investment account, IRA, 401k, uh, Roth IRA, SCP, 403Bs, all of those that are in the family of um, IRAs <laughs> yeah. and or 401k when you're distributing it back. Uh, that includes pensions and annuities as well on line C. Uh, depending on what they are, you are getting taxed on that. Most definitely. So basically... This everything from your W two will be reflected in this first well, in this first box. I, I was trying to see if it had like a part one or part two, but it mm -hmm. it doesn't. So in this first area here is basically all the information from your W two is being plugged into this yeah. document, which is great because they've simplified it a little bit thanks to the you know they changed mm -hmm. the tax code and the forms as well. We used to have like seventy nine lines. 
that we had to <laughs> go through and Boy. test the appropriate forms. Um, it was easier when you do it on a computer, but for some of the people I was helping with at that time, I had to do it by paper. So I had to literally do the math step by step. <laughs> so, uh, yes, it is a whole lot easier to simplify. Literally, it is just two pages. <laughs> two pages. Simple. Straight to the point. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's how it is. Then you have social security benefits. Uh, this is for those, I would say, that are still working, but drawing a portion of their social security. So if you're working like part-time or something, and from that, you've already earned over your 40 credits of working, so that way you're able to draw this money out. You will put that on there for, for many of those who are just living off of Social Security, they don't even have to worry about this because their income doesn't reach to where they have to file. So, in other words, it's, you know, for our older, young generation out there, you know, if you, I want to say 60 and up, we're talking, well, that was for you right there for sure. Yep. Yes, indeed. We got capital gains or loss, you, you attach that Schedule D that pretty much dictates how much money that you put out there and depending on how the market was flowing, you could have lost it all. You put 20K out there and now you, you lost everything. So that's, that's pretty much yeah. plus and minus. Yeah, be honest about that. Cause yeah. if, you, if, if you're a business owner and you lost a lot or you invested and you lost a lot, there is some good credits and the percentage of that you can gain back. You know, those small business owners credits do come in hand. And I try to stress that um, to a lot of my clients. It's like, be honest about how much you lost because you'll get more back. Because we want to see, America wants to see more small business owners succeed and get past that first three year mark. Because it's always hard um, to get through those first three years. Yeah, because you're simply just trying to, you know, establish yourself. Most definitely. Here at Wilson Financial, that's what we're trying to do. Be as open, transparent. I've even showed my own personal financial stuff before on Facebook. Just so people can see that the method and mythology that we bring to the table is effective. And just to be educational, you know, as mm -hmm. well. So, we're, all, we're open books over here. Open books because we want to be truthful and honest and teach because I think this is one thing that should be mandatory mandatory in high schools mandatory in colleges trying to tell you is a financial literacy course that pretty much teaches you <laughs> if anything the foundations I ain't gonna get into that don't even know <laughs> people three times my age had no clue had no clue so it's just this is good information. We just want to share it, try mm -hmm. to uplift the generation's knowledge. For sure, man. They can for use sure. It for themselves and to pass it on. But we're here to teach, and and for very very minimal fees here to earn a little money too. Because this is our passion. This is what we want to do. I know for me personally, this is this is my gift, and I it'll be uh, it'll be wrong of me to keep it all to myself. You know, there's a lot of people out here that can use this information. So, we're just going to move further on down the line. 
Uh, of course, um, there are other streams of income in here that you would attach as well. We'll discuss that later on in a different podcast. We already talked about the standard deduction, and that's pretty much the first minus right there on your ten on your uh, ten forty form. So whether that be um, what we discussed, the eighteen three fifty, the twenty four four thousand. Of the twelve thousand two hundred, I believe it was, mm-hmm. depending if you're filing single, head of household, and then married filing jointly and or separately. But I will say this: if you're single, you do not claim head of household. You cannot sit here and be like, "I'm the head of this house, head of household." No, <laughs> you only qualify for that. If you have a, de- uh, a dependent and a qualifying dependent, qualifying, you can't be over here. I mean, people do do it in the world, but you can't be claiming sister so and so kid now. Oh, boy. All that happened, it happened chance you get out of this. Hey, where the kid at? I don't see no toys in here. Oh, or you can't <laughs> claim like a homeboy or something like that. Oh, it's no, it crashing. Yeah, it's a you, crib. You can't, you can't. can't claim that couch surfer. Oh, boy. Hey, hey, I ain't shame. I know. I surfing them couches. It's an app, too, which is the reason why I laughed. That's actually so, an no, app. You can't, no, qualifying dependent, y'all. Once they reach a certain age, you can't claim them no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can still... <laughs> You can still claim them. Uh, depend. It all depends on the income too. So no. there, there's a, there are situations where you're 16 year old. You cannot claim them on your taxes because they're hey. making their own money above. the Now the thing money. is, especially all the single fathers out there, you know, if you taking somebody out, you know, you're trying to get to that married filing jointly status. Go ahead and write that off as a charitable contribution, you know. Go ahead. You you can splurge on it and get that money back, too. Just call it a charitable contribution. That is yeah. a plug. It's oh, shameless, yeah. of too. Of course, of course. As long as get your money E-I-N back. Number. Just Bruh. in case that Bruh. happenstance. No. <laughs> that you was lucky enough to get introduced <laughs> to the IRS agent. <laughs> Watch what you do. (laughs) Watch what you do. Um, Then you got the qualified business income deductions on line item 10. That also is a deduction from your taxable income for those who are owners, sole props, LLC, corporations, however you establish your business and you are owner of that business. That's where you would deduct your, your expenses, whether it be for payroll, cost of goods sold, marketing. Uh, the vehicle, the gas, the insurance for the vehicle, maintenance, you know, security system, everything for the cost of running a business uh, is deductible. So make sure you get that DBA if you just don't want to do it the simple, quick way. Establish that LLC to protect yourself and your assets from the business in account of sued, being sued and things of that nature. Um, or if you're going to do a corporation because you want to uh, write off your expenses as far as donations, uh, you're able to do that through your business as well. So you can double dip in the sense your personal side gave and so did your business uh, when you're uh, the right type of corporation. 
again, we're not going to give you all the tea because you got to sign up on the <laughs> Dove Club exactly. on Patreon so we can give you all the extra meticulous things that you're able to do. So, yeah, head over to Patreon, low as $5 a month. If you want to give and support even more, we give you even more benefits. So go ahead and check it out. Please do. Much appreciated. The more resources we have, the more informative information, sound effects, graphics, all of those wonderful things that we want to bring to the table and an actual dedicated app as well. When you mm. become a client of Wilson Financial, mm. we're putting together an app that will be able to pretty much mirror the things that we're doing. You communicate with us. You see your budget. You see your goals that you're trying to achieve. When we are actually paying the bills for you, it is going to be extremely informative and awesome. So, yes, the more we can have come on, be Patreons, yeah. the more information we can get to you because that's really what it's all about. Information is knowledge, and the knowledge is key to inevitable success. So that's what we're all trying to do. So once you bring all your positives and your little bit of negatives, you get down to 11B, and that is your taxable income. So this is what the government is going to be like, okay, we then gave you some things. We then took some things off. Now we want to get some of our money. We, all that money you've been putting out there, we're trying to keep some of it. So we're going to tax you. <laughs> we're going to tax you on that leftover money and see what we can get up out of you. So <laughs> before we give you the crumbs, now I'm playing. No, but no. before we give you a refund. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the key, you know? It, it's, it's, I always say the Lord gave playing. us two hands. One, one, one to give and the other to receive. Now we didn't give. We didn't give. We didn't tithe to the government. We didn't oh, ensure that the that this household's taken care of, and I'm able to get the job, able to go see the doctor, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I want my money back. Okay, I just I just need some of it back. You know, I need my little my my yearly bonus. Uh, you trying to take my money? So they're gonna based on that your income, uh, that the taxable income that's there. They put you in a bracket based on, again, your income, how you file, single, whatever the case may be. That's where your taxable um, income, your tax rate, the amount that you owe comes from. And then again, uh, from there, they start giving a little bit of additives there, like the child tax credit. Now, before, you only got a K, as in 1,000. Uh, now, uh, which we're going into the second year, I believe, yes. in which you're getting two thousand yes. per child. Now this is not the this is not the area where you go buck wild. You got ten kids now. <laughs> That's Just to get the child tax <laughs> care credit. Yeah. No. Oh, no. 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 Hey. Goal, again, that goes. But love off is love. Goal. I ain't trying to get in your household. Yeah, but. it goes off your dependents. That's listed there. There used to be personal exemptions, which was 1040 per uh, on top of the child tax credit. But now that that's gone, second year gone, it is just 2000 per child. Uh, they're following the lines of where it says exemptions, where you list your dependents on the top of that 1040 form. And then just do a simple multiplication from there. And that will be pretty much covering and should cover what they're taking from you. So if you got line 12A 
and then you got a 3500 there but you got two kids that's a 500 right there 500 plus that's in your pocket that's the start of your refund right there Mm -hmm. if you have kids and it it exceeds the taxable amount yeah if it exceeds that yes and then we just uh they they go ahead and add on there the self-employment tax so now that's Oh, we took some money back. Now we trying to we trying to get some more. Now you got that five hundred. We trying to take that five hundred. So that's what lines fourteen through seventeen are for. Uh, it's trying to get some of that tax money back to the government, but then they throw it back at you, trying to trying to help you out again, by those who qualify for the earned income tax credit. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Well, well, the earned income credit. Excuse me. And that is based again on your income. Yes. And if you have a qualifying child, single folk, I'm sorry. I'm not saying go have a baby real quick. I'm just saying I'm sorry. It doesn't qualify for you yet. When the Lord blesses you with child, you will be able to uh, enjoy this little benefit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Blessings, right? Yeah, yeah. Blessings on blessings on blessings. But yeah, that's what, uh, and that's based on the um, amount of income and the kids that you have. Yes, that'll be determined. That'll determine your income, uh, your earned income credit. So it's pretty cool. I enjoy it. You know, got two kids, uh, eight year old and a three year old. So I've been, I'm seasoned in the game when it comes to yeah, these, uh, child tax <laughs> credits and earn earn income credit uh, because the income isn't high enough to where I don't qualify for the earned income credit. Mm. So I still get that double, double, that, you know, I get the child tax credit, of course, you know, I got the kids, you know, they, they young. Okay. And then the okay. income hasn't reached where I wanted to be, but yet because it ain't where I wanted to be, I, I qualify. He gets that credit. I get that credit, Okay. That income credit. But trust and believe, like food stamps, I want it gone. I want the big bucks because <laughs> I know how to make this money flow. But, um, yeah. So also you get the, um, what is it called? What is it called? The next mm. one, American? I think the oh, yeah. um, for all of the students out there, American Opportunity Credit that is um, attached to the university that you attend. So that's mm-hmm. specifically, I don't know, but the the explanation that I give is all the money that you paid into your schooling. Yes, so that'd uh, be you, books and supplies. Mm-hmm. If you pay directly to your university, because mm-hmm. it's not in totally grants, Pell Grants, scholarships. Exactly, scholarship money. They will money. issue you out a 1098 T. T. Not E. E is you paying, and you're trying to write off the interest on the loans you was paying back. But it's completely different. Is when you're um, still in school and you've given some money or received scholarship, and if you qualify, because you only last for like how many years? You able to earn that? I mean, use that credit? Oh, out three years. There you go. Three years, unless you go into a master's program you you'll that's when it starts over that clock starts over again mm-hmm. but three years now the cool thing about this is you do get a majority of it back like 
for most of the college kids that I've done in the past who, yeah, it it can be a cool thousand or a cool 1500. Mm -hmm. Now the thing is if you, let's say you didn't work that much during the year. um, Okay, if you didn't earn over $10,000 there's no real reason for you to file. Now, if you ordered, if you made, um, excuse me, if you made $10,000, you're in school, and you paid into that, you better file, because you getting all that money. Mm-hmm. All of that 1500 or 2000 that's coming right back to you, guaranteed. Good stuff, good stuff. And then we get we get on over to the uh, pretty much the refund section at this point. Mm-hmm. So you you did your pluses and your minuses. The, you know the IRS is trying to get all their money back, but couldn't because you qualified for this and you qualified for that. So I got you a moment. You done got the man now. And so now it's making it a competition over here, y'all. <laughs> gotta beat them every year. Gotta beat them. Uh, so that way you can go ahead and get that refund amount. And uh, that's pretty much it. You, mm-hmm. you, you uh, if you're with someone, you make sure you give them the right routing and account number. Oh, bless nobody my this gosh! Account. Now this is a big thing. Um, I don't. I can honestly say I've never messed up on this because I don't want someone to mess up on this. But I've dealt with. Uh, one of my yeah I've dealt with someone and they gave the wrong routing number or they gave the wrong account number and I will tell you that will legitly add two weeks to a month mm-hmm. to like it, it'll delay you two weeks or a month to actually get that money back now by messing up on your account or and or routing number yeah. because that that right there is you really put down someone else's you know yeah account number so it's like you really have to go to your bank and let them know that okay i messed up so don't mess up please don't mess up yeah make sure you provide the most accurate information and in the review screen make sure that the information is accurate. Especially yes. if, you, if you're if you like me, got the earned income credit, got the child's tax credit. It's already being delayed because you got to wait till after Valentine's Day. Yes, it's Valentine's always going to be after Valentine's Day. Now you done put it after the tax season. Yeah. Well, after the 15th, 17th. Probably so to wait. Easter. Yeah. And I'm being honest, probably to Easter. I've seen some people because they made that mistake or they forgot a tax document when they initially filed, didn't get their money till September. Boy. Yeah. So uh, let's, let's make sure we get this right. Uh, because again, that was more, I would say it was more so because um, it was new. The new tax code was new, first time filing. Then they gave the extension. Then there was somewhat of a little crash also with that system so that hmm. really extended things and they gave an additional grace period uh to those who were i guess you can say procrastinating 
uh, you got additional time <laughs> 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 because uh, or, then, or you have to just file the extension up until you got till October 15th I believe it is yes yeah October 15th which wasn't too long ago because uh, we're shooting this November 24th so that wasn't too long ago you got that extension so you may be if you played your cards right be getting a double bonus you finna get it now before the end of the year if you're <laughs> able to get some money back boy or you or you can get make ensure that you maximize what you finna get so that I can cover last year's taxes <laughs> <laughs> so you want to make sure you uh man make sure you provide the right information make sure you do the things on time because filing an extension you do got to pay money for that ain't free so that's pretty much it you determine right at that you determine how much you get or how much you owe and if you owe then you can always do a payment plans at that point paying full if you big baller you can go ahead and <laughs> Boy. drop that whatever it is and be done with them uh, but at that point you have your tax preparer who go ahead and signs for you and then you sign which is why we say when you sign, you make sure the information is right for the account number. Yeah, because receiving refunds. Those are H and R Block, any well, Jackson Hewitt, any, anyone that's doing it through a computer, say press, you know, sign and print. That's it. After that, you gotta amend it. Yep, and they're gonna charge you to amend it. Got to. So. Again, over here, Wilson Financial, we don't do no amendments. First time around, we get it done right. The right way. So you got all those people who are non-business individuals. It is just $100 to get that done. If you are a business, it's 250 So that's pretty low. We try to be competitive because we're here to help. We ain't trying to charge too much. And it don't even matter how many forms. Exactly, because that's that's, that's one way they get you. That's you got three or four money. forms, that's at least $300, literally. And you, you got, and you think you're getting away. Like, oh, I got all this money. They took it out your refund. <laughs> <laughs> they did. And I'm talking about married filing jointly. Y'all got eight forms because y'all was, you know, hustling out there. Yeah, well, rental properties and stuff. It's about six hundred dollars, and I'm not lying. Yeah, I'm a wire. They charge you for the forms. Yes. So don't matter how many forms, we're here to help. Two fifty for the business. That includes if you have rental properties, you are considered a business, not an individual. And then for those simply individuals working out there hard, trying to get it, hustle and bustle, it's a hundred dollars. We're here to help. Well, that pretty much concludes us breaking down that 1040 form for you guys. Any questions, any concerns, you just go ahead and uh, send us that email, info at wilsonfinancialmgmt.com. That's info at wilsonfinancialmgmt.com. Anything else you want to go ahead and add, my brother? Nah, man. That's good? Yeah. That's good. We out of here. Till the next one, we gonna have some.